Hello everyone, it's Jiggy. Hi everyone, it's Troy. And welcome back to the Pipe Bombshell Podcast. And episode 5, it's been a... Honestly, um, if you look at the previous weeks, there's actually less women's content this week. But all of the brand, all of the shows serve. Eve, even AEW. I think AEW really stepped up their game when it comes to women's wrestling. I, I was like a lot at a loss of words for a second there because I'm like, I can't believe I'm saying this. Exactly. Like we did not see this coming at all. But I want to take this moment to announce. You know, it's just a little thing that I wanted to tell all to to to, to tell everyone listening. As of yesterday, September 10th, Jiggy and I are both officially back to school. So pray for us that pray for us that we can balance this with our studies because you know I love wrestling too much to like give it away. So Same. I love I love and, that we're still doing this podcast. Yeah, and it's a good thing that our schedules match. Like we're not Definitely. that our free days are like the same days. So yeah, it looks like we're gonna do this for a very long time. And I'm not mad with it, honestly. Period. So, okay. do, you, do you have anything else to announce, personally? Nothing much. Well, let's get into it. Moving on, we're going to NXT. And before we go to the, to the only match that we actually got in the card, let's move <laughs> on to let's move on to two segments that were really fun to watch to be honest like for me it was really fun yes. to watch so before so the very first segment that we got was robert stone um he was trying to break shotzi's tank then out comes shotzi mm-hmm. then out comes Aliyah trying to get over shotzi trying to beat her up basically and then they accidentally bump into Yoshirai's photo shoot which gave me <laughs> so much vibes it gave me so much vibes of like you know and the natalia versus nikki bella falls count anywhere match maurice i'm like oh my god they're gonna have a wrestlemania match now or something because oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what happened to them so yeah, after yeah. that that segment um we got a little bit of back not really it's not back and forth it was one-sided action against the robert stone brand Shotzi and eo dominating both of them um both hitting the senton and the moon song respectively and then we got a little tease of Shotzi versus eo for next week Shotzi wants the nxt title nxt women's championship y'all and I just can I start here first? It's, is that okay go, with you? Go, 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 go. I I just want to say, I love how consistently Shotzi Blackheart has been built, but yes. again, we just did not see this coming very soon that she would be coming after the NXT Women's Championship. Like, you know, um, I don't know. I'm honestly, I, I'm not so sure about what I feel about it because, like, you know how like usually in wrestling in general not just women's wrestling there would just be like one or two people coming after the championship in the storyline yeah yeah the nxt women's championship and there there i say even the aew women's championship in aew it's like a big cluster fuck of like people going after the championships so you mm-hmm. never really know yeah, what to yeah. for it like i mean like i mean like it's different but at the same time i'm i'm like I'm like lost. I lose track of like who's really trying to get out of the championship. And Shotzi Blackheart versus Io Shirai, that is going to be such a great match. 
Yeah, I think I think that's as I think the name I think that's all I have to say. It's just going to be a great match. All right, all right. So, in my perspective, um before I get to Eo and Shotzi, you know, I'm I'm kind of iffy seeing Aliyah still being used as like um someone a character to elevate another storyline, you know, like you know, she was put in there to get to get hit with I believe Shotzi's Senton and Robert Stone with the Moon Salt. But yeah. Right after that, Aliyah didn't even have like, you know, she wasn't even a part of the stare down. And you know, I'm still waiting for Aliyah to be used in the title picture. Because yes. like why hasn't she been used in the title picture when she's, she's like, you know, she's talented. Yeah, she's been there forever. Like she's seen like so much generations of NXT now, honestly. And I, I worry that she might felt she might feel that she's being left behind, which you know, to be honest, she is. So you know, she has my full support. So best of luck to her. But in terms of Io Shirai and Shotzi Blackheart, oh my god! Imagine how how fast they'd be in the ring together. Like uh, wow! I'm like, I'm already imagining the moon salts and like the sand ponds everywhere, girl. even to the outside. Like we know it's gonna deliver. You know. Oh my god! I'm I'm just so excited. Um. Yeah. Wait, I was gonna say something. Okay, I remember. Um, the best way to really capitalize on when on like the Japanese wrestlers of WWE, like Asuka, Yoshirai, and and the men's mm-hmm. side Shinsuke Nakamura, Okay, Tozawa, is when you make them wrestle someone with who has been to Japan and learned a thing or two about oh yeah the Joshi yeah. and strong style wrestling, and that I feel like people only like really like express that after seeing what Sasha Banks did with Asuka and Io Shirai. Uh-huh. And I think this is also gonna this is gonna be another one of those matches that's that 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 that's gonna be highlighted as Shotzi Blackheart has been to Japan multiple times. So can you just imagine the fast Joshi style wrestling oh that we're gonna get in mainstream television. <sighs> oh my they, god. They, they better main event next week or else I'm suing. I don't something. see I I'm on a, I honestly don't see it. I'm so sorry. We we can like, dream. We can dream. Yeah, I uh, at least open the show, please. Yeah, it's either you open the show cuz like that sets the mood or close the show cuz that closes, you know. It's like the closure for the show. But yeah, I'm excited. So, do you have any more comments on this little segment that we got? No, because I'm excited to talk about the lunch promo. Yes. Or was it dinner? I don't know. <laughs> it was, I don't know. Let's just say meal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just say meal. <laughs> okay. So, moving on, we got the long-awaited interaction dinner, lunch, whatever you want to call it, of Candice LeRae and Tegan. Did you just say long-awaited? No, I've been thinking about it for like weeks, legit, when we just started this podcast. It's just been like promo packages or whatever. Of like, Candice is not the same person than Tegan's, then Candice is just like, Tegan just does not get me. And then another promo package, blah, 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 blah. Like, we we just haven't seen them interact in a very long time. So I said long-awaited because somewhat it is long-awaited. So, um, Troy, I can tell that you have a lot of thoughts about this. So (laughs) go along. (laughs) I don't know why, but like, I don't know. I just found this really entertaining because like I was laughing the whole time. Like 
start starting off when like Tegan Knox entered the the house, she was like really uncomfortable, and then like Johnny was like really, you know, she he was like putting like saying jokes, and then Tegan's just like aw- like the awkward visitor, you know, and then talking about like you know their conversation itself, um. You know, it's the typical Tegan Knox again. I don't actually remember what they talked about. Mean, just mainly, you know, what happened after they talked. But yeah, I'm surprised that Candace was actually genuine. Like, you know, last week I talked about mm-hmm. what if, what if Candace was actually gonna do this to, like, you know, um, attack Tegan from behind. But no, she was actually serious. You know, she or was she? I don't know. We're not sure. But at least for this promo, we can see that you know she's actually making an effort to. Rekindle her friendship with Tegan, and you know that that's cute and all, but like there was still subtle shade that they were throwing at each other, mm-hmm. and you know how Candace was like, "I'm gonna be the next women's champion," and then Tegan's like, "What makes that's you think that?" And like, girl, but yeah, in terms of the the the, the talking, you know, it it's still the same thing that they've been saying since. Uh, since the past few weeks, in terms of their interviews, but girl, when when can when Candice threw that that salad, <laughs> Tegan Knox was laughing. I was like, girl, you just got a salad thrown in your face. Like, I mean, I'm not. Sell it. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not gonna lie with you. I like that the fact that she laughed because, like, you know, if someone throws salad at me, I would at least like smile. <laughs> I would laugh. It's like, why did you do that? I was I I found it really funny the whole thing. It was funny. Okay, um, first Johnny Gargano with a white shirt. Yes. Oh my god. We were talking. We were talking about it off, off camera. We don't even have cameras, but like yeah. When we were recording. Yeah. Yes, we were just talking about it. Like, you know, he's serving the gays and the women. Hello once again. Unfortunately, my but my bat- buttery my battery cut off <laughs> in the middle of like saying what I was saying. But, That's what you get um, for talking about John. Can- yes, Candace is Candace is manifesting somewhere. He's ready. She's, he's ready she to- like hexed yeah. me or something. Yes. <laughs> no, but like um. So yeah, um, Johnny Gargano serving the girls and the gays. But like at the same time, I found it funny as well because. Um, NXT Takeover 30, the logo. A lot of since it was XXX, a lot of people were like, oh, porn, porn hub, X videos, all those porn <laughs> sites, oh, whatever. Oh my no, but like, I just found it, no, because like, jo- there was this tweet which said, like, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae live sex celebration. And then Johnny Gargano oh liked it. God. Yeah, I <laughs> saw that. No, no comment, no comment. I, I just found it. It reminded me of that. So with the segment itself, you know what? I'm not gonna lie with you. I found this very entertaining. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like this is probably the most character that I've seen from both of these women, and I like it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not joking. It's legit the most character I've seen fair, from both Candice and, and Tegan. Um, I love that they're giving them something, and this is a good secondary feud. And I guess by the sounds of things, whoever's gonna win this feud, and I'm hoping it's Candice, whoever's yeah. gonna win this feud will get an will be the next number one contender. Whenever whether this may resolve at like a takeover or a regular NXT, and you know what, I'm just I'm honestly very happy that this segment happened and. 
I'm just a bit mad that they delayed this for very, for a very yeah, long time. A lo- yeah, for a long time. So I just hope they don't give us more generic video packages about like, Candice is not the same or like, Tegan doesn't get me. I just hope they don't give us more of that. Hopefully like more like interruption and matches or whatever they can think of. I just want to see them interact more in the ring. But this see, this was gold. I, okay, I'm putting out on this was gold. <laughs> Yeah, same. Personally, I really, I really enjoyed it. Like, you know, after mm-hmm. after Candice threw the salad, Tegan threw water in her face, and like, I, I was, I, I was like, oh, so, oh, sorry, they're they're not gonna slap each other. They're just gonna throw food at each other. And girl, Candice throwing that champagne bottle at her TV. Uh, you know, um, I found it a bit confusing because like when when it when it hit the TV. It didn't seem like it was like exposed or anything, yeah, but yeah. Then when it was a close-up, it was it had like eight million errors it, in it or whatever. Suddenly, it like, suddenly what? shattered, and then Johnny's just there, like you know, I don't know, like closing his eyes because he's he's so distraught. But yeah, personally, I really enjoyed this because you know, it's entertainment, it's wrestling entertainment, and you know, we love we love to see it instead of mm-hmm. just wrestling every week. But it's yeah. definitely something that WWE has been yes. lacking. So I'm happy yes. they gave it to us. Exactly. But yeah, that's all I have to say for this segment. So fine. Well, that's the same for me. And actually with the last match of the night, not just of our podcast for NXT, on our NXT review, I mean, but the last match of the night, the long, not really long awaited, but like the steel cage match against Rhea Ripley and Mercedes Martinez. It main evented, by the way. It main evented. Like, yeah. They deserve it, 100%. I'm expecting this... Okay, can I start? Is that fine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, I honestly think that this is Mercedes Martinez's send away from NXT. This is her quote-unquote graduation match. So, and it was one hell of a way to leave your mark in NXT. Like, if people are gonna... Like, Mercedes Martinez, like, when she got signed in WWE, there wasn't, there wasn't that match until now like there wasn't yeah. that match at the point of like oh that's a great mercedes martinez match in wwe because obviously she's had a lot of great matches in the indies so and she deserves that 100 and i don't know um maybe it's because like they're they were in the full sale so i wasn't really like i found out camera angles a bit awkward at times or is that just me yeah yeah, yeah. But, like, but this, like the the bird's eye view thingy like, when it looks from the top of the... It was kind of weird. But, yeah, go ahead. And, like, personally, steel cage matches are usually not my favorite stipulation matches. Ooh. Mostly because... Mostly because you have nothing else to work with except the cage. So, I'm... Makes so, sense. like, I really, like... I really popped hard when Mercedes started, like, bringing weapons. And I'm like, yeah! Yes. All. Yes. Oh my do god. It. Like I'm just like imagining all of the things that they could that, that, that they were gonna do, and it was a really great match. But not a lot of there's not a lot of times like as I've said before that two, um, the two powerhouse not the two big powerhouse women go one on one one on one against each other in WWE, and it really served like that running power slam that. 
the neck breaker that we did not get a good angle of. Can I just say that the neck breaker yeah. from the top, we yeah. did not get a good angle of that. Robert Stone just hanging there. And that, that final that shot. Visual. Yes. And then like the, the last shot of Rhea Ripley at the top of the cage. Robert Stone just hanging there and Mercedes at the bottom. Yeah. Perfection. I love it. And it's nice to know that WWE has not has not I, they have not forgotten of Rhea Ripley. Definitely. Well so if you wanna ask yeah. me about what I felt about this match. What if I don't do JK, go ahead. Girl, no. <laughs> what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. Real period. Just period. Like from the start, like, you know, Mercedes getting those, you know, furniture from under the ring. Girl, you know me. I love I love me some good extreme moments, you know, like good spots with steel chairs, tables, kendo sticks, ladders. Give me everything, which is like why one of the reasons why I really enjoyed like Becky and Charlotte in Evolution, um, Becky and Sasha in Hell in a Cell, you know, I just love those. I love those types of matches. So, you know, I'm, I was really into it. But I, I have to say, you know, they had a lot of top rope moves. Like they had that diving neck breaker. Mm-hmm. They had that superplex. They also had that um, the riptide the through the table. Oh, girl, period. Like, I saw particles of wood it. all over the ring after that landed. And, you know, it just adds intensity. And, yeah, I also want to bring up, like, good cinematography or good visuals. Like, the visual of Robert Stone just hanging there. <laughs> on, like, honestly, I can't do that. Like, isn't that scary? Like, having your ribs, like, on the steel. On, exactly. Like, and he's oh, not, how high is that? Yeah, he's not even, I like... Know. Like How is hanging on to somebody—that that? Exactly. was so scary. Like, and just, another, yeah. Wait, wait, what are we gonna say? And like another funny moment was, um, Beth Phoenix just like tweeted like, "It's been a minute." Hashtag Evolution Two, and then Robert Stone was just like, "I'm the face of the women's division." Oh, I, oh my god! No, and that god. was the time. And that was the time where he was just like lying in the cage, and Beth was like, "You're, you're tweeting from the cage? What the fuck?" <laughs> Something like that. I love it. He's on. He's honestly so entertaining. Like you know, he's a good. He's a good addition to the women's division. Mm-hmm. I just, honestly, I love him. And yeah, what else do we have to say? Oh my god. Okay, one pet peeve that I have. It wasn't anyone's fault in the match. It was mainly WWE getting that getting that coin, girl. Whenever like commercials pop up, and then it's like split screen. Have you you know those right? Oh my, like when yes. the match is like on the upper left. And then it's really small. And then, like, the commercial's, like, huge. You know, I see that a lot in NXT. And, girl, I do not want to see it anymore. Like, just give me the commercial. Because, like, I can't focus on two things at once. They can at least make it, like, 50-50 or something. Yeah, so it would have been fair. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, if this is Rhea Rhea Ripley, no, not Rhea Ripley, Mercedes Martinez's last match in NXT... It, it's a good send-off, you know. She didn't win, but, you know, it established her as a dominating competitor. And I'm, I'm happy that that happened. So, if she does go to the main roster soon through Retribution, she better be like, you know, she better have a good, uh, what do you call it? A good position there. Like, yes. if she, like, if she was the leader of, like, the women's side, or, like, even if she could be the leader of, like, the whole thing, because, like, she she's that bitch, you know? She's, I'm... like, a badass woman, so, like, I wouldn't be mad. What about you? Um, yeah, I really just hope that she's gonna have a great run with Retribution, if ever it does happen. But 
and I and I really want her to be like the leader of the women. But to be honest, when it comes to this whole retribution storyline, another like good friend of mine, Amanda, I have mentioned her in this podcast before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, but like, she actually just mentioned not like she had a reading about retribution. It was like our, it was like a coming back. It's like a revenge storyline. So someone coming back. So I'm just like CM Punk. Wait, Barrett, who just returned? I don't know. Like, like that's gonna be so. It's just, retribution is just like it's low key. One of the things I'm really waiting for in wrestling in general, not just women's wrestling. It's gonna cause a lot of friction. Agreed. Like honestly, I really hope it goes somewhere good because it has the potential to be like a really good shocker. You know, because like we never know anything about we don't know anything about retribution rather. At least as far as like you know, we just have theories, but we of course there's no confirmation. But yeah. So that's kind of it for NXT. It was a good solid. It was a we we've only had one match. There was, and the segments were just amazing. And overall, a great show. And I still think NXT Women's Division is still the best women's division out of like anything i'm not even gonna lie i'm not gonna sugarcoat that nxt women's division treats and has the best women's division right now just just because sasha banks isn't on smackdown for now i will agree with you no i'm (laughs) kidding i'm kidding but yeah definitely like if you see nxt compared to the other two shows you can see that most of their women are being utilized you know like we just saw casey and kaden and like last week and, you know, even though they weren't used this week, we still remember them as a part of NXT. And that's a great thing about, you know, how they're handling the division back in NXT. You know, it's great to see everyone compared to, like, using the same two or three people in one storyline for the women. Because that's what we're used to. But, yeah, that's all. So, guys, for this week on Raw, we started off this week with something that I did not expect. But oh I, already knew, I already knew we, we'd be getting this match, but I didn't expect it, expect it to happen a week after. So, first for up, sure. we got to see Billy Kay take on Peyton Royce. So, before we get into the match, I want to ask you, whose theme song did you like better? Billy Kay, oh my god. Period. Peyton Royce's theme song gave me so much um, generic music, WWE 2K20. When you create a new superstar, that's like the, that's like the starting theme. <laughs> it's, exactly. It doesn't even fit her character. What were they thinking? Unless they, they like tweak her character a bit, but like, eh. Personally, same. Because like her song had like a bit of a, it wasn't rock, but like, there was a slight rock influence, like, you know, with the guitar and all of that. Mm-hmm. Also, what do you think of her little pose where she slides down her leg and then turns around? If, unpopular. I, if that, if I don't remember much. It's something like that. Unpopular opinion, I kind of live for it. Because, <laughs> like, it's a bit different. And, like, mm-hmm. if that's going to be her thing, guess what? Um, the, as the old saying goes... Um, there's no such thing as bad publicity, and that gave her so much publicity. It, it was all over the timeline. So if that's gonna be a thing, go do it, Peyton. I like it. 
Honestly, I'm not super mad about it because, like, I feel like when she, you know, when she extended her leg to the right, you know, it like put it like puts a focus on like how long her legs are, and you know, we've seen um, her use her legs to her advantage in terms of her wrestling, you know, with those kicks. And you know, I'm not too mad about it, but I will say, in terms of the entrance, I really love Billy Kay more. I'm not I'm sure so if happy. that's just me, but I really love Billy's more and i really like that thing on her waist it was yes. like a little i don't know what it's called it's not a skirt but like it's like a it's like a tearaway like a yeah, tearaway some, skirt. yeah something like that and and you know i'm into it but i feel like i want to see her bring back that feather i don't know what it's called it's you like know, a the, robe. One, the one she yes yeah, something like a robe but like the one she wore in nxt where it's like black feathers back when she was like the femme fatale you know because like i mean she does still have the femme fatale yeah. like nickname like if you saw the trons oh yeah the so hopeful yeah definitely mm-hmm. i'd love to see that but with that said let's get right into the into the match so jiggy why don't you start us off um i'm again no one really expected this match to happen this fast i thought there would have been more build up to it because like because especially from what happened last week, it seemed like they weren't even ready to break up. And all of a sudden now, they're just like, okay, one-on-one match. And I, I like the little moment at the end. That was the only, that was the only like thing that really signified that, oh, we're not over as a tag team. And I wish I kind of saw that yeah. more in the match itself. Because mm-hmm. like, they just went at it. And I mean, like they were good at it. Like they had so much chemistry with each other. It was fast paced. Exactly, it was exactly. It was a really good match for the time that they were given. I also emphasize that because they were not given a lot of time. So, um, yeah. I think everyone coming to this match just knew that Peyton Royce is gonna win. And you know what? I'm excited for Peyton Royce's single singles career. I'm not so excited about Billy's because it seems like WWE just does not have a path for her so let's just see where that goes overall a really good match though same same like personally like you know everyone every single women's wrestling fan knows well not just women's wrestling fans but you know wrestling fans in general of WWE like they've seen the chemistry that Peyton and Billy have as a tag team you know in terms of promo and like in-ring wrestling like their tag team moves are on point so like back then I had a, I had a really I had a really vague memory of me making a theory that if I ever saw Billy and Peyton in the ring together, I had a feeling that they would just click so well, considering with the time that they've had together as as tag team partners. I, I really felt like in terms of chemistry against one against each other, they would be able to pull off a really great match. And personally, it wasn't the best, but I feel like they're being held back because I really feel like in the future, they'll have another match where you know it'll be in the bigger stage but yeah same sentiments uh, it was really fun to see them fight and you know no one saw billy winning this it was really predictable that taken was gonna win especially with the supposed push that they're supposed to give her but yeah i just hope billy doesn't get outshined that's all you have to say you have any same yeah i just hope billy is tossed she's gonna i'm scared that she's gonna be very lost in the shuffle especially in Raw, because um, not to be shady to SmackDown, but Raw does have a more more variety when it comes to the women's division, like booking-wise, yes, since they have yes. more time. 
they have that extra hour so they have more time to showcase more talents and i'm scared that even if she's in raw there's not gonna be a lot of time for her and she's gonna be stuck in main event oh my god i i, I haven't even seen main event matches like for a long time aside from the oh my gosh i just hope that she doesn't like i just hope if she does go on main event i hope that she wins the matches you know so that there's some sort of credibility yeah like in recent main event matches we actually we've actually seen like a couple of nxt stars that we don't necessarily see yeah like catalina which i'm actually I'm i'm a big fan of catalina so yes catalina jessica maya and that's the only two i can think of the top of my head so i hope whoever I hope she gets to have those matches that gets to build her up because she deserves it. Same, same. Like personally, I see Billy Kay on the same level as Peyton. You know, same. I know that Peyton's definitely the better in-ring competitor, but like Billy's promo skills can definitely make her a solid character. You know, and her in-ring skills aren't even bad. They're actually not. pretty good. It's just that Peyton's are just really. You know she's real. She's fast paced, and you know sometimes Billy can't keep up, but you know she makes up for it somehow in terms of her character. But definitely, I'm a Billy stan. Trust me, that's all. Do you have anything else to add to this one v one match? Good luck to the iconics. Well, it's not really a thing anymore. But good luck to both Billy and Peyton when it comes to their singles career. Agreed, agreed. I just hope that they have a bright future ahead of themselves. For sure. Okay, so with that said, you know we're not gonna see much of the iconics as much anymore. <laughs> but oh well, let's go to actual tag team action. So. Up next, we got to see Mickey James, the number one contender for the Raw Women's Championship, team up with the champion herself, Asuka, taking on the team of Lana and Nata- uh, Natalia. I was about I was about to say Lana Del Rey. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my! God. I was about to say Lana Del Rey. Lana, <laughs> Lana and Natalia. Okay, so, um, do you mind if I st- if I start first? Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so I was honestly, I'm honestly just waiting for Natty to debut her rainbow gear. Because, like, this black and pink gear, I've seen it since, like, 2018. Or, like, possibly even less. I mean, before that, but, you know, I guess it's what she's comfortable in. So I won't judge her for that, at least, yet. But, yeah, oh my god. Let's talk about Mickey's cartwheel. I just just find it so amazing that even though she's, she's even... She's already at that age where people start to, you know, um, what do you call this? They have um, lesser motor skills, I believe. I think that's what it's called. But, you know, them being physical is definitely expected to deteriorate at some point. Yes, there we go. Yes, exactly. There. Um, You know, when you reach a certain age, your physical health might um, lessen in quality. But, girl, Mickey James can still go. And, like, we all know that. So I'm really happy. Yeah, and I'm really happy that she's getting this chance to showcase herself because, like, I really felt like in her time with WWE before when she was um, put in the mix with Alicia and Alexa, I really feel like she wasn't able to showcase as much aside from the Evolution tag team match. So I'm really glad that she's a bit of a solo competitor now. And, yeah, oh my god, Mickey James slapped Asuka's ass for <laughs> tag. And I bro, love that. I, I heard Period. that. And... Girl, 
I love it. Honestly, I love Mickey James. I'm such a fan. I just wanna, I wanna see her win the. I just wanna see her win the title, but I don't see her beating Oscar. What do you think? Uh, yeah, more of the same. Um, I'm surprised you did not mention Lana's gear, though. Lana served. Oh my God! Like, yeah, <laughs> that is how you color coordinate people. Yes. That is how you color coordinate. Like I was about to say, um, as much as I'm excited for Natalia's gear to be more colorful and have different colors, it's not black, pink, or even white. Um, I'm happy that we got this pink and black L- Lana gear. Yeah. So like, yes, we love it. Uh, Secondly, where the fuck was Mickey James's entrance? This is like the third time they oh, cut her entrance. I'm so mad. Yeah. Like, legit. And I don't know, just like a little pet peeve of mine was when uh, Mickey James did tag Asuka and this, I know, by slapping her ass. Not because it was by slapping her ass, but it was more of like, Mickey, Miss Miss Mickey James, you've been doing this for years. Why weren't you holding the tag rope? Yeah. Where like, <laughs> where like, like that one is like sold at one hundred percent for me. So yeah, um, it's just the little things, but it's not that big of a deal when it comes to this match. Um, I really like, just like what you said, that cartwheel Mickey James was impressive. It's nice to know that Mickey is still capable of giving us new things despite mm-hmm. her being in the business for a very long time. And this Mickey versus Oscar match next week, which I think this just confirms the fact that it is going to be a multi-woman match on Clash of Champions. Yeah, maybe a triple threat with Natalia or a fatal four, including Lana as well. Let's just see what happens. But this match in general, I would say that it it did it had its purposes, and I really like personally Lana's improvement was just a, such a big highlight for me. Because if you really see her wrestling journey since 2016 to now, it's yes. really improved. Yes. And, definitely. you know, um, you expect Mickey, Asuka, and Nari to all serve with all of their moves. Like, they're veterans in the ring. They know what to do. Mm-hmm. But, like, you wouldn't expect Lana to not be shady, but not a lot of people really, like, expect her to hold up her own when it comes to these four women. But she did. And I appreciate yes. And I love that. And... Wait, I'm not completely sure. Who took the fall or the submission? Was it Lana? It was was Lana. It was Lana. It was Lana. Okay, so they're they're saving Natty. I really like that. So let's just see what goes on after this. That little, all you, oh no, anything you can do, I can do better. Sorry of Mickey and Asuka now. Yeah, let's just see where it goes. Honestly, I'm really excited for the Raw Women's Championship match next week. I just hope that it doesn't end with a clean victory. You know, I hope someone interferes so that Mickey can get that win. But I don't know. I don't feel her winning just yet, especially with Asuka as champion. Unless... Yeah, Asuka, Asuka needs a lengthy reign first. I am yes. all. Yes, definitely. So with that said, do you have anything else to say about the Mickey and Asuka rivalry? Nothing much. All right. So let's jump right into the next match. We got to see... well. We got two matches of, you know, similar competitors. But, yeah, we got to see, first first of all, the Riot Squad versus Shayna Baszler. So, what did you think? Um, I think this whole... I was a bit iffy at first with the handicap matches because I'm just like, why not just have a non-title tag team match? But then you're going to say, oh, yeah. they're saving that. Well, mm-hmm. so, okay, that's that's pretty okay for me. And um, I said it earlier with Mickey and Asuka, but... 
I think this is the best example of it right now. Shayna and Naya's tag team is very anything you can do, I can do better. And mm-hmm. even though they're tag team champions, they still poke fun at one another. Like, how oh, I can do that? Like, wow, that's impressive. Yeah, Something yeah. like that. And I really enjoy it from the both of them. Um, I'll be honest with you. Um, I didn't, th- I was scared for the Riot Squad because I think the WWE would not Shayna Baszler lose, would not let Shayna Baszler lose. Oh my God. And that would like, losing to either of these women in a handicap match would just, it would bury them so much before the tag team match and take away all of their exactly. momentum. So I was, I was a bit shocked, even though I wanted it to happen. I was a bit shocked that the Riot Squad won, Liv Morgan getting the pin, only the second yes. time Shayna, Shayna Baszler has been pinned in the main roster. Mm-hmm. So, it was definitely an achievement. And you can see Shayna's character development a bit. Like, you know, back when she was a heel with a cheap victory. Uh, not, it's not really like a stealing the victory, but like that's what a lot of people call it. Um, so yeah. she Liv, quote unquote, stole the victory. And, you know, NXT Shayna Baser would have like broken her arm or whatever. So I like her character development of just like keeping her cool and just like waiting to see what Naya does in her match. <laughs> Exactly. And oh my god, I have never thought in the past that I would be saying the words Liv Morgan just pinned Shayna Baszler. Like, I would not ever see that be possible. Like, with main roster booking, hello, how is that? How is that gonna happen? But, like, girl, I was so surprised. Like, Liv Morgan, I thought, you know, I, I, we really love Liv Morgan, but we sometimes we feel like WWE doesn't see her the same way. So, you know, that's why we have the we have these thoughts that maybe the Riot Squad might lose, considering how much they think of Shayna Baszler as a dominant competitor. But I'm glad that they're, you know, kind of still dialing it down when it comes to Shayna. Because especially now that we're starting to like her, along with her tag team with Naya. And, you know, it's really fun to see her evolve. You know, now she's running the mm-hmm. ropes. She's no longer just stepping on people's arms and limbs. You know, she's adding moves to her arsenal. It was cute. But yeah, I really I really love that the Riot Squad won this match. You know, they needed this. Especially with, you know, the history of Shayna defeating the Riot Squad in the chamber. Girl, oh my god. We, um, no, comment. no comment, girl. We will not no talk comment. about that. But yeah. um, You know, I just want to bring it out there. Sorry, is it fine? <laughs> I just want to say something. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Um, WWE, if y'all would have if y'all knew y'all wanted to do that, y'all could have at least given the Riot Squad be the first three competitors and exactly. given them like a triple exactly. threat scenario. And then like after that, when Shayna walks in, eliminate everyone. Like I was fine with it, but they should have at least. We never even got a proper th- triple threat riot squad match because Sarah yeah. Logan's now. Well, we can no we problem. can only dream. Royal Rumble yeah. twenty twenty one. We can dream. Sarah Logan number thirty. She's pregnant though. Is she? Is oh she, my god. She's not gonna oh be god. ready by that. Time, <laughs> oh so. my. Oh my god. I forgot. She's pregnant. Yeah, never. This is like back then when I was like, I'm hoping Maurice returns in the first Royal Rumble. And I remember, oh yeah, she's pregnant. <laughs> like the Raw 25. You're like, yeah, she was like, oh my God, no comment. I literally forgot. But yeah. <laughs> oh well. So with that said, the next match we got was also from the Riot Squad, but this time with Nia Jax. So it was it was a really quick match. Cause you know, the whole retribution thing. 
but yeah, I don't really have much comments. I just I, all I can say is that we're definitely getting the tag team match, you know, on the next pay per view because the Riot Squad's definitely like you know, oh yeah, they're actually the, the number one contenders because they beat. They the are Iconic. the number one yeah, contenders. So yeah, that's all I have to say because like the match didn't really have much happening mm-hmm. aside from like good tag team moves. From the Riot Squad, so yeah, best of luck to the Riot Squad. I want to see them have the titles. Naya coming for Shayna's gig was so iconic. Truly, <laughs> when she was about to like break Ruby's arm, I'm not sure if it was Ruby or Liv. I'm pretty sure it was Ruby though. But like, um, it was really I like how WWE de- 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 dealt with this. Um, instead of having like back-to-back losses with Shayna and Naya with the whole retribution thing. It makes sense. It advances the storyline. And there's more to talk about now when it comes to Shayna and Naya because Shayna can, even Naya can say like, ha, you lost to the Riot Squad. And you're like, you didn't even finish the match. Yeah. Like, it's going to be yeah. like more something to build out of. So it was a positive outcome. I like what what WWE is doing as of late. I would say that there are zero women's storylines that I hate. So I really... Yeah, that I'm I'm interested in all of them. Like that's it. Give it give it us all. Give it to us all. I love it. Give, give it to all. Give all of it to the fans, because you know. Yes. We want to be entertained in the middle of this pandemic, but yeah, that's all. That's all that happened on Raw. But I will. I wanna. I wanna bring up Retribution because we got a little bit of a promo from them, and mm-hmm. I saw I saw people on Twitter like make theories that one of the one of the women who spoke. In their promo might have been Mercedes because of the strong Latina accent. What do you think? Do you think it's Mercedes? Because like, I'm not sure. It would it would make sense now, especially what happened in NXT. It would make sense if it was Mercedes Martinez. Um, if especially when you consider the fact that she's now out of the Robert Stone brand, we'll get into that later oh, yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. But it makes sense now that, um, you know, Mercedes Martinez. She's in the older side when it comes to wrestlers. So she just has a little few years for her. She just has a, a few years left in her career, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm trying to say. And uh-huh. it's, a good, it's just a great step for her to go to the main roster already. As, you know what, um, as much as, I don't want to say she's above NXT, but she just has a few years left in her career that she needs to get that full main roster experience, in my opinion. So... You know what? If WWE is giving it to her, let her have it. I'm so happy for her. Same. I love Mercedes. And like, honestly, Retribution right now, I don't know how many women there are. Like, I, it started with two, and then it became three. And then for now, now I think, I don't know. Is it, is it like, I don't know. They, like, they just keep increasing in number, and like, the people just keep changing. I so, just yeah. hope. I just hope Retribution gives us another women's tag team. The breakups of the tag True. team division recently. Girl. Girl. Well, we need a division. Yes. Like, we, we need a division for people to fight over the belt. So, yeah. Do you have anything else to add for Raw? Nothing much. That's kind of it. Well, with that said, let's jump right into NXT. So moving on to the SmackDown side of things, we got to see quite a few, but just enough for us to enjoy. So starting us off, we have a promo from Bailey explaining her actions last week, you know, because it's the week after the long-awaited, um, you know, backstabbing Bailey 
event that we we all anticipated and we finally got it and you know you just have yeah. explained it so do you want to go first um you're the bigger sasha fan so i'll let you have the floor for first okay okay so first of all is it just me or like ever since the whole bailey attacking sasha thing last week bailey's just been an even bigger heel like i'm just yes. buying like you know before before that when she was friends with sasha i kind of like felt that you know she was still a heel but like i wasn't so much as to like buying her as one like i wasn't Bailey, so yeah. i wasn't so into her cuz like you know sasha's there but like now seeing like her being solo and like her talking shit about sasha behind her back well not behind her back but like in public now girl she served like she's she's more legit now and uh, even as a sasha stan like we all know that whatever bailey was saying was true like you know they were just using each other and it was a really toxic friendship to be honest and we all know that but it's just adding fuel to the fire that we see and like it just makes me more excited what about you well you actually made a really good point that bailey has been i see bailey has become such a bigger heel now after the whole backstabbing sasha thing and i really love how it was really smooth for her to transition from a comedic heel into a more badass serious heel yes, like definitely. It, it was like literally it was literally just in a week and i really love these little things like when wrestlers take time off from social media like they don't do shit in social media for a while when something big happens and bailey and even sasha up to up till now are living up to that and you know um i'm so happy that they touched it up i was a bit scared not gonna lie that they weren't gonna recognize their past back in raw before they went to smackdown so yeah, i went yeah. so i'm happy that they touched on that i'm a bit disappointed they didn't point out the fact like in elimination chamber 2018 i hope i wanted oh them God. to bring that up <laughs> but Bye. or like there was just like so much things to bring up so I can't really blame them for just like they have, they just have such a rich history. Although I really don't want this feud to to de- be delayed until WrestleMania. Cuz like at this state of the SmackDown women's division right now, there's just no worthy I don't want to say there's no worthy competitors, but like they haven't built up anyone who's like worthy of challenging, which is pretty sad. And we'll get we'll get into that later, but yeah, yeah. I I just hope that I don't know maybe Royal Rumble or even Helen Cell why not So that's going to it Well well yeah I have to agree um as much as I want to see this match at, at WrestleMania I just feel like WrestleMania is just so far away you know mm-hmm. like I don't I don't want Bailey to lose the title either for just her to regain it afterwards so that the Sasha Bailey match could happen. But whatever the the next big pay-per-view is, which I believe would be Royal Rumble or do we That's consider the, Survivor Series a big Survivor Series, yeah, it's big four. No, but like the thing with Survivor Series it's interbrand, so like Yeah, so no rivals uh, there, you know, within Yeah. The, so I guess maybe Royal Rumble. Yeah, I think the most ideal way that they could have pulled this off is like make Sasha win in Royal Rumble and then make Sasha finally have a singles title defense in WrestleMania. Like and have a, a WrestleMania yes. moment. There we go. Exactly. Three birds and one stone do it WWE. We've been waiting for this for a long time so like just give it to us. 
Give it to us multiple times. Multiple (laughs) times, yes. But towards the end of the promo, you know, when Nikki Cross made her entrance, Bailey hit her with a steel chair out of nowhere. And I was like, so so she's going to win the match. (laughs) Because Bailey hit her. So, you know, there's a reason for her to win the match. But I was like, okay. It was kind of random. I was like, not expecting that. But like, it really was. was, it was. It was okay. But yeah, do you have anything else to add for Bailey's promo? Nothing much. I think we should just get into the Fatal 4-Way match. Okay, let's jump right into the Fatal 4-Way match. So for the number one contendership for Bailey's SmackDown Women's Championship, we saw Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Tamina, and Lacey Evans in a Fatal 4-Way match. So, since I started off with the Bailey promo, why don't you start us off with the Fatal 4-Way? Where was Naomi? There, I'm um, just gonna put it out. She's just been the women's champ, the SmackDown women's champion like weeks ago. Then all of a sudden, she's not in this match. I mean, granted that even if she were to get the championship match, honest, I'm sorry to say it, but like, granted, um, if she got the championship match anywhere that's um, in this title reign of Bailey, she's not gonna win because we all know, exactly. hopefully, that Sasha will be the one to take off the belt, but like. Girl, she's just been the women's champion. Give us a Naomi match or something. She's legit not doing anything. Come on. So, like, exactly. yeah, just like as I said earlier, this just compared to Raw, NXT, and even AEW to an extent, SmackDown doesn't have that much credible um, contenders for the, for the women's championship. So, uh, it was just like a bit messy there. Um, and it wasn't just that for me that. It wasn't just that for me. Like all of these women can deliver, don't get me wrong, but they have WWE hasn't built them up that much compared to like other contenders who can yeah, compared to other contenders. But it's not just that for me. The fact that Nikki Cross winning is, besides it being like the eighth or ninth time that we're gonna see that championship match. Yeah. Between Bailey and Nikki Cross. Besides that is if you think about it, they're kind of pushing Bailey aside because all of the focus on will be on Alexa and Nikki. So like, girl, yeah. yeah, it's just gonna be like, why they could have at least made someone else win this match, like Tamina, like or even Lacey Evans. They could have either made one of the two match, either one of those two wins, so that, so that Nikki and Alexa could have their own little thing going on. So like, they're just pushing Bailey aside, and you're not supposed to be pushing Bailey aside, especially at a point where people really buy her as a heel. Yes, there. exactly. Well, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I definitely have to agree. But I feel like at Clash of Champions, I really feel like Alexa's going to interfere with Nikki and Bailey's match. I just have a feeling. But, I honestly yeah, thought Alexa would have won. <laughs> I was worried about that too, especially with her, um, you know, her whole thing with The Fiend. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the moment Bailey hit Nikki with the steel chair, I was like, oh, okay. So we, we know what's happening. <laughs> like, I felt it in my bones. But... Let's talk about that spot where Alexa Bliss was like, she was like looking at like, I don't know. She was looking at something in the sky or whatever. She was like, she was lost in thought. And out of Mm -hmm. nowhere, she hits the sister Abigail on Nikki Cross. Yes. Oh my God. Period. Oh my God. She kind of outsold outsold the origin, the fiend or whatever. (laughs) Honestly, I feel like it fits her. It does. It it, it looks great on her, like, with her new character. And, like, (laughs) I really like the part where she just left. Like, she was, like, walking to the rest. She was like, girl, I have had enough of this shit. Like, I'm leaving. I'm tired. And it's actually... (laughs) And it was honestly such a great way to do it. Because one of, like, Alexa's regular moves is the STO. 
So yeah. you would think that she was just going for that. So I was like, okay, it's an SEO. But then when she set up for the sister Abigail, I was like, ah, yay, we're doing Girl, it. When, when, she, when she kissed Nikki's forehead, I was like, okay, this shit's about to happen. We know. Oh, my God. She can even do like the whole matrix thing that Bray Wyatt usually does. So when she doesn't like a match, oh, perfect. Ah, I'm, I'm so God. excited for like whatever happens like, to Alexa. I feel like, okay, in an ideal world of Jiggy, <laughs> where Sasha Banks <laughs> wins the title, either in Royal Rumble or in Mania, because I think WWE is slowly but surely, um, they're trying to make like, I don't know, for me, they're kind of planting seeds of. Alexa and the Fiend as the men's and women's championship, the men's and women's champion, Ooh. respectively. So I'm hoping that hypothetically, if hopefully when Sasha wins the championship, she would be the one to take off the belt of Sasha. I wouldn't be mad because like I love both of them so much, but you know, I want it to happen when it's the point where Sasha's reign has had the lengthy reign. Yes, oh exactly. Because like. I don't care if she loses the belt. I just want her to have a meaningful, you know, meaningful matches and good defenses, you mm-hmm. know. And we haven't seen that because she always loses it after one match. But, yeah, I just want something meaningful out of the rain. But, yeah. What do you think of... Oh, you already said what you thought of Nikki Cross winning. And, you know, same same thoughts. You know, yeah. it's something that we've seen lots of times. You've seen it on SmackDown. Um, what else? Extreme, Extreme rules. rules. What else? There was like there was like one more. I can't put I, I forgot when it was, but there was one more. But like at the same time, I don't know. I like this match just wasn't it for me. Like I don't know, but it wasn't it. Especially the, like especially like how both WWE and AEW spoiled us with such good matches. It just yes. wasn't it for me. Like not no disrespect to all of these women though. I feel like it would have been it would have been better if it wasn't well it wasn't predictable but like you know the the feeling when the match ends and like they announce Nikki as the winner like and especially because it was a roll of victory you know we've mm-hmm. seen a lot of those especially from Nikki like you know I'm just not looking for, I'm not looking forward to the match mainly because yes. I already know that Bailey's Bailey's retaining it anyways but like you know at least give us a new contender. But yeah. Although I would say another highlight of the match was when the whole finisher debacle was happening at the end, where yeah. like oh Evans hit two women's rights. I was like, yes. I, I honestly lived. That was like the part where I like popped. I was like, yes. I, I love I like this so much. I love her moonsault so much. Yes, I love Lacey Evans, but like, I'm a bit, I'm a bit sad that WWE hasn't really like built her up as a star because she has so much potential. Yeah. yeah. Especially with her, like, face run as, like, mm-hmm. you know, when she was like, I'm a mother, I'm a former Marine, like, you know. I really you know, thought they person. would have made her a champion by now. Like, See? especially the fact that her first main roster feud was against Becky Lynch. Oh exactly. God. Like, straight to the title picture. <laughs> to the but, championship. Yeah, but, like, we all know where that went. Um, yes. <laughs> so, with that. <laughs> Do you have any other additional comments to Nikki Cross? Nothing much. Well, we really don't have nothing much to say, but I will say this next thing we're about to talk about has a lot of us talking all over the internet. So once again, we got to see another video package of some sorts with this this mystery woman. So who do you think it is? Same question as last week. I mean, at this point, 
especially seeing the hair color, it could not be Chelsea Green or Vanessa Bourne unless sure. they have a big yeah. makeover. So Carmela or Carmela or even like to a point, unpopular opinion, it could be Scarlett. Who oh, knows? Girl, that that that's those two are literally on my notes. It literally says yeah. I can see it being Carmela or Scarlett, but, but at I'm the same time, towards Carmela. Mm-hmm, yeah. Because Scarlett such has such a dark personality with Karen yeah. Cross, yeah. and it would be so weird just to like make her like that. So yeah, do you think that this woman is gonna have like a relevant storyline in the future? Or that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> yeah, is it gonna be another Emmalina? Is it gonna be? Okay. I don't want to say Eva Marie, but like you know, she left. When she was like at the peak of like, you mm-hmm. know, who else had this? Um, like Lana. 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 Oh yeah, I actually like Lana's Same. version of this. Not when gonna lie. Dancing. Mm-hmm. It was a serve. But yeah, but I'm just at- worried that this might go nowhere again. We can hope. We can hope. I just hope that. I just hope that um, let's say it's Carmela or whoever this may be. WWE will build her, build her up enough to make seem like a formidable filler feud with Bailey. Yes. So, yeah, so they can like at least have something going on before Sasha's return, whenever it may be. Absolutely, because like you know, we don't we know that Bailey's not gonna drop the title until Sasha comes back. Like we know that's a fact. Like whenever Sasha comes back, that's when the match will happen, and like that's when Bailey's gonna lose the title. You know, like, which is why we don't see her losing at Clash against Nikki Cross. Not only because we've seen it a couple of times and, like, she's beat Nikki a lot, but just because we're just waiting for her and Sasha to finally face off. So, like, starting now to, like, Sasha's return, like, we don't see Bailey losing, you know? That's the vibe that we get at all, like, zero, at least for the title. But, yeah, I really hope this, this mystery woman... Just you know, serves because like girl, that fur coat, those heels, the theme song. If that's the theme song, yeah. If that's the theme song, serve the serve. Oh my god. Period. So with that said, do you have anything else to add for SmackDown? Nothing much. Well, so that was pretty much all of for SmackDown. You know, I enjoyed it even with one promo and one match. It was it was pretty good. So. Let's jump right on to the AEW. Oh wait, no. We have we have a we have a very special spotlight for all of y'all. So <laughs> stay tuned. So for this week's special spotlight, where we give a special spotlight to an indie wrestler or mainly a wrestler, a female wrestler who's not in WWE or AEW. So for this week, we chose a very timely, a very timely wrestler because you know we got to see her tag team partner face Hikaru Shida for the AEW Women's World Championship last last week at All Out, and she's a pretty formidable competitor in her own right. So she is the tag team partner of Thunder Rosa and the Twisted Sisters tag team, Holiday. So. Jiggy, you were the one who chose Holiday as this week's special spotlight. Mm-hmm. So, jump right into what you think of her. So you know, I'm, um, I would say I'm, I'm a bit. Even though I was the one who brought her up and suggested her as a special spotlight, I don't know her as much as 
let's say like Taylor Wilde or Diana Perazzo or uh-huh. any of the other women we have done in the past, which is honestly very interesting for me because I got to see her matches and she honestly she's she serves like first and foremost. There's not a lot of women who do wear face paint like there's Thunder Rosa, there's Oscar, there's Rosemary, Sue Young. And that's like the only woman I can think of. And another Abaddon. formidable. Oh, oh, Abaddon. Oh my God. I can't believe I forgot that. And it's also a bit cool to see a black woman have face paint on her because not even like, not even just women. There's not a lot of black wrestlers who wear face paint. Uh-huh. And that's really what stands out with her. I really like her colors. Her colors really match like the blue, purple, and black. It's really nice. I love the, I love the appeal of it. And the, the color palette, there we go, that's what it's called. And then when, when it comes to her match, it matches itself. I love how she's working so hard because up to now, if, you've, if you guys have seen, she has quarantine matches where she has like, she, ba- she basically does, there's like some indie companies here, here and there that have like matches posted on YouTube with like zero crowd. And she has been in a lot of them. She, has, she had one with Thunder Rosa. That's the only one that I can remember. There were there were a couple more. <laughs> yeah, there were a couple more, but I, there was a lot. But that's the only one that I can remember at the top of my head. I love her personality, and you know, it's a big supernatural and all. And of course, this implant buster will always be a formidable and solid move as a finisher. Although she could have more because I see her. I, I saw her doing the kill switch once. I forgot yeah, what it's I called. I, I remember, and there were yeah. there were a couple. So, Holiday, I just hope I get to, I'm, for starting from today, I'm going to get to know you more. I'm going to watch more of your matches. I'm a fan from what I've seen. And hopefully you have your big break more sooner or later. Same, like, you know, her and, okay, I'm just going to jump into, like, what I wrote down. So, her and Thunder Rosa as a tag team, they look really great. Because, like, where have you seen a women's tag team where they're both supernatural characters, you know? Like, most of the time, it's, like, like the best friend, um, the best friend scenario, you know? Like, Sasha and Bailey, the Iconics, um, Sarah Logan and Liv, who else? Um, the Chinese stars, if you're familiar with them, you know? They're always, like, the best friend type. But, like, when it comes to her and Thunder Rosa, you know, as the Twisted Sisters, they have that special character that no one else has, at least in the tag team. And from what I've seen, and like in their match, they have great chemistry. And I love that they always color coordinate because, you know, as I said before, it always proves to us that, you know, they're making efforts to be seen as um, a legitimate tag team. And, you know, I'm really into their tag moves, like the Twisted Pump, which is the, I believe it's like a face buster, an assisted face buster with a code breaker of some sorts. And I'm really surprised that, uh, what do you call this? I'm really surprised that Holly Dead hasn't been used more on like mainstream television in terms of wrestling. Cause like, you know, especially with Thunder Rosa, I would love to see her more. So lastly, moving on to the AEW side of things. First up, we got All Out, which I wasn't even aware, but this is apparently the equivalent of WrestleMania. Uh, I mean, apparently. Apparently. I mean, like, the roots are there with, like, all in the indie show. Then the game all out when it became AEW. All that jazz, um, the atmosphere, 
considering the fact that there are fans back, sure, it kind of felt like it. They had a different stage, if you mm-hmm. noticed. Yeah. So I like that little extra effort over there. But opening the show, which initially was supposed to be a buy-in match, ended up being being up the show opener with Dr. Britt Baker going up against Big Swole in a tooth and nail match, which was a cinematic match, and I did not know about that. So, we'll Troy, see. why don't you start us off? All right, so the only thing they said about the tooth and nail match before it actually happened, like when they were advertising it, they said it was a false count anywhere. So I was like, oh, so it's going to be like... Um, you know, Nikki Bella Natalia vibes or like Melina mm-hmm. and Mickey James, you know, those kind of brawl stuff. But like I didn't expect it to be like a cinematic match. Like I expected it to happen in the ring, but like, oh, it's happening in like the dentist's office, which I wasn't really mad about. You know, I always enjoy cinematic matches because like it's something different that we haven't seen back then with the fans, you know, because now they have mm-hmm. to make things creative and come up with new things. So it's a great addition, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. But like personally, the star for the the star of the match was Reba. Like personally, yes. girl, Reba sold the, the character that she has. Like starting off when she was like speaking in like an accent when they when Big Swole was in the lobby or like the reception, and she was like, "You have to fill up a form." And then and then when she said Swole, and then she was like run and then she got hit in the head and like people said it was cringy but honestly I, I i loved it i loved it so much it was iconic it was so iconic and like throughout the match like girl most of my notes here are all about reba like when she got um uh, what do you call this when she was in the dumpster and then later on when she returned with like a banana peel on her head <laughs> she it was, it, was such, it was just so good storytelling you know like those details just add up to like you know like, oh, you remember when this happened five minutes ago? Yeah, it's an additional detail that has to happen. But, like, yeah. Um, favorite spot of the match? When Britt took a syringe to the leg. Oh, my God. <gasps> she, yes. she was, and, then, and then Reba was like, you stabbed her. And I was like, <laughs> exactly, girl. Like, if someone gets stabbed in front of me, I'm, I'm going to gag. Like, I'm going to scream. Like, girl, that is not safe for television. But, like, the way they did it, they did it. It's so I love comedic. It. I yeah. love it. Yeah. It was it was it was kind of weird at some points because like you know we're still I'm still not used to cinematic matches, but like it was entertaining. And like, you know, that's the point of these types of cinematic matches. It's always gonna make you feel entertained. And personally, I loved it. You know, Big Swall winning, we knew it was coming. It's, mm-hmm. it's a long time coming. It was so, like it, yeah. it would be so weird if they made Brit win. Exactly, you know, it wouldn't make sense if she won, especially with Big Swole being such a big, a good face. So yeah, I really enjoyed this match, especially as an opener. What about you? So honestly, I re- I did also enjoy this match so much. All of the girls served Reba, Britt Baker, Big Swole. They all served. I wasn't. I was a bit iffy at first, but. I'm honestly, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna lie. It didn't really feel like a cinematic match to me as it was advertised as. Mostly because if you've seen the other cinematic matches we've seen in WWE, let's say, um, Firefly Funhouse match and the Money in the Bank match, those were very gimmicky. And they had a lot of things that you wouldn't necessarily do in, like you can't do in a regular crowd. But this felt more of like a false count anywhere match, but the setting is just in a dentist office. So like oh, I don't know. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like for me it just wasn't that much of cinematic, quote unquote. 
like and it was a bit confusing at first with the tone at the beginning where it seemed like quote like more of like a horror film or whatever like with Brit coming like out of the shadows or something which I honestly laughed at but I really it was just a bit weird um favorite spot was when they were outside with the whole um where Brit DDT big swole into it it was just like super yeah. amazing and then that sequence outside was probably my favorite part of the match that entire sequence of the outside also that also the neck breaker even like the simple neck breaker to the floor that yeah. sounded so hard i was like oh that's concrete girl that's con- that's, that's just like or was it or was amazing. it amazing it was hard. probably it's concrete hard. yeah it was hard let's let's just say that and then like yeah with the syringe with rebo with the rebo with the syringe um big baker taking a syringe into the freaking leg the thigh or leg one of the two so it was just a very good overall match although um main problem of AEW what are you going to do with these two women now let's just see exactly. hopefully hopefully one of these two women win the championship soon so troy do you have any more comments on this match not much because i you know i really enjoyed reba here and i really wish we get to see more of reba because in terms of her character she's amazing but yes sign reba sign reba she's not even officially signed that's so sad but moving on to two women to the second women's match and it was hikaru shida defending her aew women's world championship against thunder rosa who is the nwa women's world champion so let me start this one first and foremost. Go ahead. Go ahead. You? Go ahead. Okay. So this match, I really loved it. Like, I still don't get why AEW doesn't give a lot of time for Hikaru Shida. Um, maybe in Dynamite or even Dark. She gets like little to no dark matches. And I'm kind of sad with that. As she is so fun to watch. She's such a great wrestler. And it just proved that this match just proved it just like amplified it to 100. Whenever she has a pay-per-view match, like her match against Nyla Rose in Double or Nothing, her match against Penelope Ford in Fighter Fest, and even her, and this match in All Out. It was just, it was a serve. It, it sold the show, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna be honest with you. It was such a great match. And Thunder Rosa, there were like some things there that I didn't, I haven't seen of hers yet. Like the surfboard into the turnbuckle. That Girl. was so amazing. Very Thunder Rosa. Mm-hmm. I loved it. My, but my personal favorite moment of the match was when Shida hit the Falcon Arrow, one of her finishers. And then oh Thunder Rosa kicked yes. out at one. One. Girl. And then her facial expression when she kicked out of one. I was like, yes. I am Period. sold with Thunder Rosa. Period. Like, if you if you're not a fan of Thunder Rosa before, you better now be a fan of Thunder Rosa. And then, <laughs> but there was just like so, and that that Valley Driver in the mat, I was just like, yes, this is what I want from AEW. This is what they were telling us that they were gonna give us. Hopefully, that they're gonna give us more, and I'm hoping for the best for both of these women. I hope we get to see more of Thunder Rose in AEW. Even though she's like, you know, the NWA Women's Champion, it, it's it would it would just make sense for her to stay here for like you know for maybe about a few weeks before she goes back. Cause I don't know I don't know the context of NWA. Like, do they have shows right now? They don't know how. To, they they don't. Okay, so she better stay here because we need women's action every week on AEW. You know, and like you don't just. You know, even though she lost the match, it was still a great match. So, like, 
I still see her as a great competitor, you know. And and, and, you know, more of those. Like, um, I don't want to see her leave just yet. I want to have. I want to see her even more mm-hmm. in AEW. Like there, are, there are a lot. There's a lot of talented women in their roster, and I want to see her face some of them, like Britt or Penelope. I'll be honest with you. I did not expect her to. I thought I thought this was gonna be like a one-time deal, but um, we're gonna talk about it later on in the Dynamite section. But she's gonna yeah. have a match on next week against Eva Lee's defending her NWA Women's World Champion Championship. So I'm not really sure if she's gonna be here for a while. But you know what? Um, if she's gonna benefit what AEW does to the women's division, let her have all of the matches she wants to. <laughs> Girl, period. Like, you know, <laughs> this match was just something that we've been waiting for AEW to give us. For sure. And it's like, just yeah. It's just sad that the only time where women really get lengthy matches is during pay-per-views. And uh-huh. every time they get a match as they serve. So AEW, hello. Give this Keep give it these up. women a chance. Yeah. You've been Keep doing great. Don't worry. You've been doing great as of late. So, if that's all of our opinions for All Out, shall we go to the next show of AEW? Go ahead. We we have a lot. Well, not a lot, but like no. we, have, we have things to talk about. We still about. have a couple, yes. So, up next, we got here AEW Dark, where even though usually we, we would get two to three matches, we only got one match. But it, it, was, a, it was Anna J against Skylar Moore. So, oh my god, I don't know why. Why am I having a... I'm, like, having, like, a hard time to speak. I don't know why. But, like, anyways. Go so, ahead. So, Troy, you started off with this. What do you think about this match? Um, I actually don't have much to say because, like, it was a really fast match, you know. Uh, the moment Anna J hit the sleeper hole, I was like, oh, so it's going to end already. But, you know, it's all, it's AEW Dark, you know. You, you already know who's winning the match going into it. Like, you know, it's always... Um, of someone from the division going against like an enhancement talent, and Skylar mm-hmm. Moore, um, I'm I'm not a fan yet, you know. Mm-hmm, but I sure. feel like Damn. I feel like I I can grow to like her because she has that that diva aesthetic as well. Same with Red Velvet, except Red Velvet, I'm already I'm already into her, you know. <laughs> Skylar Moore, maybe if she does something with her character, because like I've seen her character with other people. A lot of times, so you know, maybe add a little something so that maybe mm-hmm. I could connect with her more. But yeah, I love Anna J. Love, love it. Yeah, I'm just not. I just don't. I just don't get Skylar Moore's character for now, and it's just a bit off. I don't want to say like it's just weird because like there's a lot of very gimmicky women that we love from the enhance even if even if they're enhancement talent they serve every time they go out there but with Skylar Moore I'm just not drawn to her as much but you know considering the fact that in her past AEW matches she showed she showed like in her past like in this match she showed more personality than in the past so I really like that mm-hmm. yeah and with Anna J. Um, yeah, it was just a pretty fast match. Um, Anna J very new to wrestling, so I don't want to give. I want to cut her some slack, and because like I'm not even a wrestler myself, so if there are Anna J bashes up there, girl, she's been training for a year. Give her a break. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I'm just very excited on like where this Brandy and Anna J story goes, especially the fact that 
you know, um, considering the fact that the big swole and Britt Baker storyline is done, this is the sole women's rivalry rivalry that's going on right now in AEW. Mm-hmm. So I hope this serves whenever they're gonna have their match. Absolutely. So if you have any more opinions on what happened on Dark? None more. Let's go ahead. So lastly, we're going to AEW Dynamite, where we only got one match and a little bit of an announcement, but we're going to talk about the match first, where we got Nyla Rose taking up, going up against, making her AEW debut. They finally said it right, guys. I called oh it my episode God. once. Oh my they God. called it period. Y'all, they got it right. I called it an episode one. I got triggered. and But like, an episode later, I, was, I, I just went with it. But like, I knew it. They got it right. It's Ty Conti, not Ty Conti. Ty Conti. Because like, I, I specifically remember an Instagram live of her saying, you can call me Ty, I don't care. But don't call me Tay. So like, when she was introduced as Tay Conti in the tournament, I was like, what? Did she like? <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I was confused. And in Ring the Bell, she said that, her new ring name would be Ty Conti. So I'm uh-huh. just like, yay, they got it right. And I'm super happy. And, you know, apparently she's not in the Dark Order yet. Will she side with the Dark Order? Hopefully. But she, she I better. Love KJ. She better. But you know what? I'm going to support her 100%. Her emotion when, you, when she just went out there making her Dynamite debut, I just felt like, it. She, she was like crying. Well, she wasn't crying, but like, you know, you could see the, ex- the happiness in her face. The happiness. I like, was so proud for her. You know, she didn't really have. No, she was. She wasn't even the main roster in WWE at all. So this is this is her. Would they? Is this her TV debut? Because I don't like even when NXT Ooh. went to the USA Network. I don't remember her. Like they probably use her there like once like or twice. Live. Like not. Yeah. <gasps> oh I think my god! Her... No, girl, she's been in WrestleMania. Oh my god! The I'm Battle so Royal. Oh, her no, Was that her first tele? Oh my god. Queen, a, a legend, oh, cool. making oh, her a legend. Okay, we love Ty Conti. We love Ty Conti. A <laughs> I, just, I just remembered. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she was in the Battle Royal in the like Battle 34 Royal. or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, when it comes to this match itself, um, I'm still a bit. I I'm liking the dynamic of Nyla and Vicky Guerrero more. That's for sure. And yeah. Nyla, they're really building up Nyla Rose as the next competitor. As she never even got a championship rematch. From Hikaru Shida in the past, so it just makes sense. And you know, um, we got a little teaser at the end where Shida went out with the kendo stick. But all I'm gonna say is, where was the Dark Order when she was getting attacked? That's all I'm gonna say. Girl, like I understand that they're guys. Like all of them are guys. And like mm-hmm. you know, intergender wrestling in AEW isn't that apparent yet. But like, girl, y'all couldn't like stood up in front of Vicky and Nyla at least. Like, yeah. you know, make them feel intimidated. But, like, they were like, oh, Anna G's getting attacked. Oh, I feel so bad for her. Let's stay here in catering or something. Like, girl, that's <laughs> your sister. Being Help her. Anna Hello. Being yeah, you know. But, yeah. I don't know why they didn't help her. It was a bit weird. Although, Vicky Guerrero is showing so much personality. Like, compared to... Because, like, before in WWE, she isn't given that much opportunity to do shit in the matches. And now she does. And I like I like the, her interaction more in this match than in the Nyla than in the Kylan King match because in the Kylan King match uh-huh. that led that led to the victory which I was not a fan of but this she had just had like a little interaction with Ty mm-hmm. in the 
in the you know before at the early stages of the match and i'm just like yes I, when she was playing with the, when she was like when she was like playing with the crowd she was like i can't hear you or like whatever yeah that was cool <laughs> i love vicky guerrero so much and looks like we're getting Sheeta versus Ru- nyla rose soon and you know what they're double or nothing match through i'm just hoping this is going to be a stipulation match Definitely, because like the last time that we saw them in the ring, amazing. Like I was, I was loving it so much. You know, we I love stipulation matches. So like, give me another one. You know, especially coming off of Thunder Rosa versus Hikaru Shida, you you gotta have a good match to follow that up. So like, mm-hmm. give it to us. Why not? So do you have? Oh, you haven't. Oh, wait, what do you think about this match? I haven't asked you. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. It's fine. We have the same thoughts. But I will say, Tai Conti's move set is so, you know, what do you call this? I want to say unique, but at the same time, it gives me Ronda Rousey vibes. Except mm-hmm. I like, except I like Tai Conti because like I hate, I hated Ronda. You know, as a heel. You oh, know, okay. <laughs> you know, you 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 get the character thingy with us fans, but you know, Ty Conti, I love her so much. So like, her rolling knee bar, um, her jumping arm bar, her sunset flip from the top rope. Hello, oh my God, a serve. So like, oh God, I'm I happy. Yeah, I'm happy that we're getting to see Ty Conti more. And I hope her finisher. I hope her finisher is like the gory bomb into yeah, the GPS. I hope that's her finisher. Like, it's a perfect. It's perfect. Like, that should be her finisher, girl. And I also love how this is somewhat, like, it somewhat had, like, a little history because, you know, Ty and Anna defeated Ariane and Nyla in the tournament. So I like that they mentioned that in the the introduction. So that was cute. So do you have any more sentiments on this match? Good luck to Ty Conti in the future. I want to see her have good matches. Also, I forgot to mention, but I really like the fact that Ty Conti got a lot of offense in, considering that she was yeah. up against Nyla Rose. It was a good way to debut her. I didn't expect her to win, but she got but she yeah. got her her offense up in there. And she got Nyla pretty locked in the triangle submission for a very long time uh-huh. before the Beast Bomb. So, yeah, best of luck to Ty Conti. May she be part of the, what you call this? The Dark, Dark Order or like go singles. Let's just see where that goes. Okay, so speaking of Thunder Rosa, we had a little announcement at the end of Dynamite where we're going to get Ivelisse going having a one-on-one match against Thunder Rosa for the NWA Women's World Championship. So, Troy, what can you say about this match? Well, knowing that I've seen Ivelisse a lot more, you know, I've seen her moveset. I, I got used to her, especially in the tag tournament. And Thunder Rosa with her match with Hikaru Shida... Girl, all I'm all I'm gonna say is I'm excited for this match. You know, I know what they can both bring to the to the ring, and seeing them mix to go, like go against each other, like it's it's a great mix. So I don't know how it's gonna go, but I'm excited, definitely. I'm not gonna lie with you. I'm a bit surprised that Thunder Rosa is making more appearances in AEW because I definitely expect her expected her to be like a one and done type of deal. When it comes to when it comes to AEW with Sheeta. And I really like how AEW is giving her this platform to advertise herself. Because like, you know, yes. even though like and they're actually making her win because like, you know, people who aren't necessarily signed to a company will 
10 CS they won't win the match in their show. And they're actually giving her a lot of publicity. This is getting her name out there. She's been doing this for years. She deserves it. And I'm very excited for this match. So do you have any more thoughts about this little announcement? Um, I'll just add that I hope that they don't forget about Diamante. Because, like, you know, they won yes. the tag tournament with Evil. She won the tag tournament with Evil Lee. So, like, you know, just don't forget to to build up their tag team. Yeah, yeah. what do they do? Like, legit, their medals don't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> it's not even like being rude. But yeah, I want to see the tag team after this match. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they develop. But that's all I have For to say. Sure. And I actually did not put this in our own. It wasn't in our own. It wasn't in the notes that I sent you earlier. But I just want to talk about this with you just a little bit. Um, but Chris Jericho, he also has his podcast, Talk with Jericho. Are you aware of that? Yeah, I've heard about it. And just in like one of the latest episodes, he kind of slipped up by saying that Serena Deeb has been signed to the women's division of AEW. What are your sentiments on no that? No way. No like, way. Like, girl, girl. Like, she said, like, his exact words were, I don't know, his, he said something like, oh, you know, um, Thunder Rosa, she's really good. She had a match against Serena. Serena actually got signed recently, and and then like AEW didn't ask her to take it down or anything. So I'm like, is she signed? <gasps> Hopefully she she shaves her head and goes against Mel. Oh my god! Why? <laughs> we love to see it. We love no. to see. No, happy she's getting more chances to shine. Yeah, but no, I'm like, kidding. I she's love underrated. Serena. Yeah, she's she's, she's a great competitor. Yeah, like. Mayon Classic and like her WWE run, amazing. It was it was so underrated. I hope she does more. I hope she does more. Okay, that's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. How same. about you? Let's see. Oh, I don't yeah, have more. Much okay. So if that's all we have to say about AEW, that wraps up week number five of our podcast. Oh my gosh, it's been so. Again, we're just five weeks. Yeah. So crazy we're like gonna, we read so much disclaimer we're gonna do this we're probably gonna say that every week like i can't believe it's been like six weeks I can't yeah believe it's been like we're, we're just so amazed at, as to like how this is still happening but yeah and like yeah, in the span of five weeks we, we already I, had a, we had a guest and we already we had, had an interview. interview that's great and uh, I, I was like it was such a great experience and mm-hmm. i hope our success continues on our hopes are I hope the schedules match forever. And I hope we just keep on doing this. So Definitely. without further ado, if you want any more updates with the Pipe Bombshell podcast, tarot readings, which I will be opening very soon. Because like, you know, I was just like, why not? I don't see a lot of women's wrestling signs doing it. So why not? I'm going to be opening for readings. Um, if you So yeah, if you want updates for this podcast, tarot readings, Women's wrestling stand content every day. Just follow me at JiggyPBP. And if you want to see more uh, more updates, you can always find me at TroyPBP on Twitter. So that's kind of it for this today's episodes, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. AEW is serving. WWE is serving. What a time to be a women's wrestling fan. We love to see it. Oh, and next UK is going to be back. Ooh. Oh my God, wait. Okay, quick, quick, quick prediction. So it's confirmed. To, so it's confirmed that the women's match is going to be there. It's going to be Kaylee Ray, Ray up against Piper Niven. Piper Niven. 
for the NXT UK Women's Championship. Who do you want? Who do you see winning? Kaylee Ray. Really? Yes. I see Piper winning. I I just don't want her to win, and like, cause it feels so random. Like, like when they return NXT UK out of nowhere, suddenly a title change. I feel like I feel like I might be too shocked, like, especially with how much I love Kaylee Ray. You know, and I want to see. I also want to see Ginny as champion. So like, they're kind of building it up though. Like this this quote unquote feud. Because they have a rich, they have the, they're fortunate enough to have a rich history against yeah, each yeah. other. Like, in the video package that was provided, Kaylee Ray's first match was up against Piper Neville. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's going to be a fun, interesting match. But I personally see Piper Neville winning just for the thing, just for the fact because I can see that, I can see them saying it like, yeah, we're back and we have a new champion, something like that. Like, something to, like, refresh people's oh, minds. okay. Makes sense because she's been champion for a long time. But yeah, I love Kaylee mm-hmm. Ray. I love both women. Same. Yeah, so that's kind of it now for real. So thank you so much. Thank Keep you for listening. Thursday. See you next week.